This is Double Exposure Show with your hosts and professional photographers, Sophia Lemon and Petro. Keep listening if you're a photographer, entrepreneur, or small business owner looking for actionable business and marketing advice and funny off-topic rants. Join Petro, Sophia, and the Double Exposure Show community on Facebook at Double Exposure Show Group. And here's Petro and Sophia. Hello, I'm Sophia Levin. And I am Petro. And today we're talking about public image and your public persona, uh, specifically public as an online, I guess. <laughs> not not uh, not necessarily public as in on the street on the corner with your thumb out hailing a cab or hitchhiking uh, that kind of public although I'm sure we can touch on that so yeah I'm gonna talk a little bit about it right exactly <laughs> so welcome back everybody we're back um, did we take a break yeah we yeah did. we did yeah mostly because but everyone will survive yeah yeah mostly you know what I'm blaming the snow <laughs> yeah, we got snowed in. That's what happened. And uh, did you? N- sort of. Um, I mean, I have no excuse. We have vehicles that go through snow, but uh, it's a it's it's a good excuse to use when people want you to do something. You're like, ah, mm, snow, too much snow. I'm just gonna stay home. <laughs> and then, which, like, we don't really have that excuse, right? Hmm. <sighs> I could do work. Actually, I could use that as an excuse. I could say our internet is not working because there is too much snow. <laughs> Funny enough, I'm looking for a new provider possibly because the internet around here has been spotty. So I'm really kind of uh, not literally praying, but figuratively I'm praying it doesn't go out as we record. Are you with one of the like major providers? Technically, yes. Um we're with a provider called uh, Tech Savvy, which is, uh, oh, okay. they're, they're essentially just a Rogers reseller, if you will. Yeah, but I'm sure that like Rogers and Bell with their resellers kind of screw them over a little bit. I'm wondering. I mean, yeah, it, it's, we have a little community uh, Facebook page and um in our community where i live and everybody you know the minute internet goes out everybody's on there like my internet's out whose internet is out (laughs) and then i play stupid and i'll be like how are you on facebook then (laughs) and then i just wait for like 30 people to reply um we have smartphones duh (laughs) you know and i'm like yeah i know i'm just being funny like (laughs) kind of trying to say why are you complaining if you still have access but yeah. what it comes down to is just uh, a lot of people are running a home office, uh, like like I am. Um, yeah. I mean, we're recording from our home basis today, and yeah. um, you rely on it. You can't help it. So uh, Bell is kind of the lesser of two evils here um, mm-hmm. because they don't go down as often or at all, really. So there might be 10, 15% more money for the same speed or have slower speeds or whatever, but it's looking like, yeah. you know, it's at some point you you stop worrying about, you know, the, the pennies, if you will. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm already paying $80 a month. I I'm, I'm, might as well pay 95 just to make sure it works. Uh, well. Right. So. Yeah, how annoying is that? 
Um, I'm with GBTEL. <laughs> Great Britain I don't Telecom? Know if they piggy- Sorry? Great Britain Telecom? <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, I think it's, I guess it's probably Grey Bruce Telecom. Oh, um, good one. And, or it could be Georgian Bay. I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know that it like piggybacks off of another service provider just because it's, it's wireless internet like it's the only option that we have yeah no they, they probably um, do we're their own lucky that we can get it yeah. like we live on a hill so we could pick up two towers, Ooh, two towers but i have friends who are like yeah i can't get internet at home because we would have to install a tower and it costs a thousand dollars and it looks outrageous because it's a big tower <laughs> you know what it if, looks that, ridiculous. if that meant i get internet or not for a thousand dollars i would do it but I get yeah. for personal, you just kind of go, meh, whatever, we'll deal with it. <laughs> um, but Hannah's parents live 15 minutes away from us, and uh, they need some kind of satellite there, too, for wireless yep. internet. It's, yeah. I, I guess. There's this, there's this initiative up here to, like, get fiber, which is awesome. I don't think it would come to me anytime soon. Like, even our phone lines are kind of questionable. Right. Oh, my gosh. Can you hear the cat? I can't. Are you uh, are you on the proper microphone? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I'm recording on the proper Perfect. microphone. <laughs> um, um, you talk. I'm gonna let the cat in the room. <laughs> okay, but I'm enjoying the the meowing and the and hearing the cat's perspective on internet and things. But uh, anyways, so this is this is always a challenge. Whenever you walk away, uh, it's like, well, what do I talk about? What do I say? <laughs> What, uh, is anybody is this what you've listening? been talking about the whole time? Yes, yes. yes what should is. I talk about? <laughs> what should I talk about? I can't think of it. And and it, funny enough, this is kind of how, um, even though we have a list of episodes uh, that we're going to do or want to do, um, mm-hmm. a lot of times when we call each other, we're just kind of sitting there going like, so what do you want to talk about today? And it, mm-hmm. and it really does come down to like, yeah, I know we should talk about this issue, but I just don't want to talk yeah. about it today. So Yeah, well, I think that we have to sort of feel inspired to talk about a topic. Absolutely. Because when you don't, it's really boring and it could be a really, really short episode. But like when we did the competition episode i know that kandra listened to it and she was texting me she's like oh my god i totally agree (laughs) (laughs) that's and i like that too i i do have to admit i get reports from other listeners too i mean obviously from one particular one um but like (laughs) who is not a photographer who is not a photographer (laughs) but an entrepreneurial employee i guess i don't know what to call him i would say he has an entrepreneurial mind yeah but of course well, he, he runs his own business, so. Um, yeah. But I'll get texts uh, and Facebook messages, even Snapchats, from people saying, listen to the episode, love this, totally agree, whatever, which is yeah. kind of nice. Um, which, by the way, guys, you can, like, make requests for episode topics as well, and we might be inspired what a, by some What a of crazy them. idea. Um, yeah. So, any, uh, any yes. updates for us? You want to fill us in on anything going on? Anything... As I always say, new and exciting. <laughs> Has to be both. Can't be just new. Mm, nope. I've just been working really hard. My diet is still going pretty darn well. Okay. That's about it. Okay. I'm, I'm going to uh, yes. fill our listeners in on what's happening today. So as we record, 
um, my wife is going to, uh, well, well, she just put Mia down to uh, take a nap. And she's going to go out. Uh, she has a hair appointment. And, uh, you know, I got a little camera on Mia right now. Um, <laughs> but she was just put down. And so when Mia gets put down, she sucks on her own thumb. And when she sucks on her own thumb, she uses her right thumb. But the, what she does with her left hand is hilarious. She puts it on her head and, like, does one of these, like, almost like she's DJing or something. And she's just holding her, her headphones. <laughs> I just sent you a screenshot in Messenger, in iMessage, rather. Yeah. You got to take a look. I think it'll make your day. You, you know when people, like, what was it, like... Oh, that's adorable. You see it? But you know, yeah. <laughs> you know when, um, what was it, American Idol? Like when the really bad singers come on, but they think that they're really good and they like hold their hand in front of their face like they're <laughs> singing into a microphone yep. and then they have their hand on their ear, plugging their one ear. Yep. <laughs> and, like if you need to plug your own ear, then. Uh, well, it's, it's a way to monitor to make sure you're in tune. Um Yes, but they were never in tune. <laughs> that, that's the funny part. Yeah. So that's what she's doing. She's making sure her thumb's in tune. Yes. So. <laughs> Too cute. We should share that picture on uh, Facebook. Um, okay. But you can do that. Okay. <laughs> I, see, I'm always delegating. I'm always like, Sophia, here's a picture. Share it. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> or get Hannah to share it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. She's part of it. <laughs> the the babe has been keeping us busy but me me is a riot she's she's hilarious um you saw the video of her playing with a kitty attack yeah <laughs> was was he enjoying that she uh she loves it she like actually <laughs> will flip upside down and expose her belly and start yep. purring um well, but mia's just like karate chopping her and like grabbing her and like torturing her <laughs> But Tokyo's yes, but loving a baby it. Baby doing that. Tokyo's loving is, it. You know what? She's grabbed yeah. my hair a few times, and if I was a cat, I'd be pissed. Um, <laughs> she grabs Tank as well and just tortures him, and he's super patient with her. The minute that Mia lays on the floor, Tank lays right beside her with his head yeah. right beside her. It's the cutest thing in yeah. the world. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And I just got a message that. Uh, an order is ready to pick up in a music store. So, <laughs> I always find it funny when people say like, oh, well, you know, you got to be careful with dogs and cats around babies. Like that, that's like, common sense. I know, like be careful. But at the same time, like when a baby is grabbing on a dog, like a well-behaved yeah. dog, the dog's thinking of the baby as like a puppy. Yeah. You'd have to have a, a, a huge asshole dog to yeah. be like really truly 100% worried that it's going to do something to your kids and they do yeah, exist out be. there but you know what animals are a product of their environment so where are you yeah. fucking up yeah. <laughs> well exactly because hmm? no go ahead well let's take like the dog whisperer for example like I love the dog whisperer if mm -hmm. you took any of his dogs and put them next to a baby like the baby could rip on the dog yeah. and the dog wouldn't do anything right because they're just what does he what does he call them pack <laughs> No, like submissive. Oh, okay. They're just, they're well-adjusted animals. They're trained. I feel like if they're yeah. they're very very well socialized. 
But they're also like, yes, they're well socialized, but they're also like confident animals. Like mm-hmm. they're not insecure about anything. I feel like your dog would have to be reasonably insecure to snap at a baby. It's kind of, yeah. Um, we have a big German Shepherd male who's not yet two years old. So he's still a puppy and he's still playful for those of you who don't know. So he's a massive dog. Like when he stands mm-hmm. beside Mia, you can, you see his scale. Cause to us, he's a, he's a little guy he, to us. Mm-hmm. He's like a chihuahua. He jumps on the couch, <laughs> cuddles up, you know, but to other people, it's a big giant German shepherd. And they're like, Holy shit, this dog's going to eat me, <laughs> you know? And if you had come into my house, with a baseball bat, he will eat you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so about a year ago when my sister had uh, a baby, um, my little nephew, when he would kind of crawl around, Tank would go up to him and grab him by his bum, by his diaper, Mm. and pull him back. Like, this was part of his hurting, kicking in, you know? So (coughs) you can do two things. You can freak out. And scald him for it and make him yeah. afraid of it. Or you can just kind of yeah. educate him and say, okay, you got to be gentle, this, this. But, yeah. you know, and that's what we did. Yeah. And we're, we love it. So speaking of animals. Yeah. Do you want to tell the story of. So I had a personal experience here uh, to yeah. sh- that I want to share with you. Um, my veterinary clinic uh, slash doctor for our pets um, is located. Do I mention who they are? I don't, eh, nah. Yeah, they're located just ten minutes away from us, and um, mm-hmm. very inconvenient because I pass by two vets to get to them. <laughs> okay, so uh, we stuck with them because they were very well rated. Uh, they're nice mm-hmm. people. They're always smiling. But <clears throat> we feed our dog raw food, and. Um, whatever uh oh geez bear with me for a second is this db cake no it's hannah she's like which which cart do i take (laughs) um anyways i'm back (laughs) so we feed our dog raw food literally raw Mm -hmm. meat bones vegetables all just kind of minced and mixed together that we Mm -hmm. purchase we don't make it we purchase it from a very well respected company um who have to go through a lot of food safety regulations etc and we buy it from Mm -hmm. a very reputable source somebody who's very well educated and loves dogs loves animals has been feeding his animals raw for the last six years maybe seven so long story Mm -hmm. short Every time we went to these vets, they would the only vet I've ever met who was like, yeah, you guys shouldn't feed your dog raw food. It's not good for them. And I was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay, yeah, I'll, I'm going to do what I want. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm never bringing my dog here because he's sick. It's always either a checkup or give me mm-hmm. flea meds or, um, you know, when he was neutered. And the couple of times the vet even mentioned that if you're going to feed your dog raw food, you should make sure it's pasteurized. Which I just wanted to kind of boink him on the head and say, like, are you retarded? You know, uh, it's it's not how it works. Like when you pasteurize raw food, it's no longer raw and it's no longer food. It's just blobs of protein. Um, And I just left it alone. Well, because of the social media thing, you know, they have a Facebook page and 
I follow them on their Facebook page, and they recently shared an article by the... Hold the phone. Yeah, yeah. They're posting this on their Facebook page? Yes, yes. Okay, go yeah, on. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And a lot of a lot of the people... So here's the thing. Because, because you go to the vet, you tr- just like a doctor, you trust them with, with everything they say. Mm-hmm. You take yeah. their word for gospel. And it's okay to believe different things and 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 I never argue with people online or anything but there was an article they posted by the American Hospital Animal Hospital Association whatever and I found it odd that a Canadian company is posting American propaganda and the I read the article because I wanted to be educated because it said like if you're feeding a dog raw food you may be doing them harm so as I read it I realized that it was just bs propaganda and what they did is they took a really small sample of food uh tested it and it happened to have e coli in it well raw food's gonna have e coli in it like let's face it and especially when it's dog food dogs can process that so they didn't actually go on to say that it's harmful for your animal they just said that it could be harmful if you handle it wrong and don't wash your hands and all that and so I, I decided to make a comment on it. I said, I don't know why you're sharing this propaganda. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you haven't even, you're not even accredited by this company. Like, uh, why are you even bothering? And mm. I, I had added that, you know, this can't be hurting your bottom line on like dry food sales. So like, there's really no reason for you to even believe this. Like, Basically, my, mm-hmm. a polite way of saying, like, hey, I disagree with this opinion. I think you guys should take it down or, you know, at least comment on why you think that this is actually worthwhile. Uh, and the long, the long story short here is that the actual vet who runs the clinic in his personal profile uh, had re- I don't think he realized that that he was there uh, the personal profile, but he he just went on a super defensive, and I get it. I offended him by saying, um, like, you know, why are you sharing? It's not like a, it's not like it's affecting your bottom line. It's not like you're losing money because people are feeding raw. You know, if anything, if these dogs are getting sick, good for you, right? <laughs> like you're in business to make money to make animals feel better. <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> so and I, and, I, and I don't take that position that that's not what I said or anything but he re, he happened to look at my Facebook profile because a lot of my information is public and it lists some of the things I do and one of the things it lists is that I do marketing for a Ford uh, dealer and Ford Canada and that I'm also involved in sales and so his reply was very personal and I have to admit a little hurtful and what he said was, um, basically, he said, you're a hypocrite. Uh, you can't be in marketing and tell me that this is bad. And he said that it's weird coming from me when my job is to lie to people to convince them to buy a truck. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've never had any personal dealings with this individual whatsoever, except for uh, client vet re- relationship. And I didn't understand where he was coming from, but I have to admit the, the attack felt personal. Um, I could have responded in many different ways, right? I could have just called him an idiot and an asshole and done basically gone out of my way to say whatever I wanted to. 
Instead, uh, I did acknowledge it. I said, you know, your comment has been noted, although defamatory in nature. I don't appreciate you calling me a liar. You don't even know me. This has nothing to do with me. This has to do with your stance on something. Um, later, uh, another person came in, started uh, attacking me. Um, he commented a few more things. And I'm leaving a lot of stuff out. Like, it was pretty bad. And then he switched himself to the profile of the clinic, or perhaps somebody at the clinic started to comment too. And it just it just went on. I... I saw it unravel in front of me. I actually took some screenshots <laughs> so I could share them with you. And, uh, yes. <laughs> and um, about two minutes later, this was deleted because I think somebody came to their senses and said, yeah, wait a minute, this is wrong. This is so bad. And it reminded me of <sighs> several times of things I read online that other photographers are posting, other entrepreneurs mm -hmm. in, in our industry are posting, and how sometimes they're not the ones posting things, but someone else will post something and how we reply to it and how we behave and what we do. And it, it gave me the idea for this episode. It's something that I just wanted to talk to you about, how people should handle themselves, how you would handle uh, yourself and, and what you would do. So, um, Basically, that's the story. I'm trying to make it uh, somewhat quick and uh, easy listening, if you will. Um, but what are what are your thoughts on that? Uh, we feed our dogs raw food. Okay. <laughs> and like on that topic, like they say, like you need to wash their food dishes mm -hmm. after you feed them, and like. We didn't feed Lola raw food until we got Greer. And then when we got Greer, we started feeding Lola raw food. And, like, she's improved quite a bit since she oh started eating raw food. I'll, I'll, uh, full disclosure, I would have a hard time owning a dog if I, mm -hmm. if I, if I didn't live or, or let me rephrase that. If I, if I live where I live and I have to pick up after my dog when I walk him, I would have a hard time owning my dog if he did not eat raw food because yep. I don't, I don't mean to talk about dog feces, but I would rather pick up a chocolate bar than a chocolate milkshake. And yep. when your dog is on raw food, it's chocolate bars all the time. <laughs> well, and you know, the like gross smell kind of thing. I don't. <laughs> it's, well, it's the same. Like, you know, dog poop. Well, of course. Smells. And I'm just mean. It's the same as humans. Like when <coughs> you're not me. feeling well yeah. and you're off and it's just not right. There's something wrong in your stomach. Absolutely. And I mean, I give my dog, um, what do you call it? Uh, yogurt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> just to make sure his gut flora is is really, really good. And he loves yogurt. That's funny. Like there's, there's times where, um, if I'm at the bottom of a yogurt tub, I won't transfer it to a dish. I'll just eat out of it with a spoon. And when I get to the bottom and there's a like, mm -hmm. little bit left over, I'll feed tank with the spoon. I don't eat with it after I feed him, but mm -hmm. I, I think it's hilarious. And he loves being spoon fed. Um, it, it's weird. I know. But when he was a puppy, I had to spoon feed him raw food. Cause there was, there was a couple of days he didn't want to eat. And so he would only eat what I would feed him with a spoon. And I didn't realize it, but the bowl was just too low and it was uncomfortable for him. 
Yeah. That's all it was. And once I raised the bowl, <laughs> he ate just fine. But he learned to spoon to spoon feed, and it's become a, our thing, and it's fun. But I mean, what's your besides raw food? Because I mean, if you feed well, your yes, dog, I was going to get to yeah. That if eventually. you if you feed your dog good quality kibble, um, and their nutrition is good, that's fine. I do it for the many health benefits, and I find it a little easier personally, because um, mm-hmm. I just scoop it out, put it in, and he eats it. Like it, it, there's there's no prep, there's no mess. It's it's easy and costs the same as quality dry food and um i enjoy how good he looks he's super smooth (laughs) and silky and he's not sick and that that's that and uh, my number one priority was poops you know as shallow as it might sound i just have a hard time picking up a chocolate milkshake off the street and um not that i want to either so well yeah but But what we're talking about is the having a business and then posting inappropriate things on social media Absolutely. or behaving inappropriately in public. And Petro says it all the time, like, you're not a rock star. But hopefully people know who you are and have good things to say about you. I know some photographers around here who no one has anything good to say about them. And I kind of wonder how they get business. <laughs> um Obviously, I'm biased because I'm hanging out with a particular crowd. And sure. That particular crowd doesn't like these particular people. But like there are some other local business owners who air their dirty laundry on Facebook, all over Facebook and argue with people and just say like nasty things. It's not like they can even argue things like politely. Right. Mm-hmm. They have to be rude and swear and call each other names. And that's just not. You should not be acting like that as a business owner. I mean, I would prefer if no one acted like that. True. But (laughs) like rant and vent to your friends. But so uh, it comes down to word of mouth. Yeah. Excuse me. I um, I'm going to say right now that I'm no longer going to be using these this business for any of my. Yeah, for sure. And maybe they don't care. Maybe they losing one customer that they don't care. Uh, But I recommended like if someone like me saw this happening on their Facebook Mm -hmm. page, saw this unfolding, like I wouldn't go to them. Absolutely. I would not be surprised if they lose more customers. I think they'll lose more than just me. Um, And and think about this. I've recommended a lot of people to them. Um, In the last two years that uh, we've been patients there, I've actually sent, I'm going to say at least four people who are going there. Um, yeah. I'm going to share this story with them. I, I, I am. I, I just, it's going to come up in passing. It's going to come up on purpose. Uh, I'll show them the screenshots I took. I'll say, look at, uh, you know, look at doctor here uh, and how he behaves. And whether they leave or not, I don't care. But I think, I think mm-hmm. a lot of them are just going to be like, yeah, I'm, uh, this is stupid. I'm leaving too. Like, I can't believe that they behave like this. And, Like, I wouldn't trust that vet. Right. Regardless of his stance on um, Exactly. Well, suddenly, like, (coughs) suddenly, like, anytime I'm going to that vet and he's behaving politely, then I I know there's another side to him that can, like, go off in a public forum that's completely inappropriate. I wouldn't trust him. Exactly. And and the funny thing is... I'd be feeling like at any moment he's going to flip out. (laughs) (laughs) He's unstable. He's, he's a pot <laughs> well, about to basically boil. basically what it is. If you're going off like that on social media, you're basically unstable. <laughs> yeah. 
It's a public forum. It's not private. I hate to say it. You might have like high security settings on your Facebook, but if you have 200 friends, like you don't have 200 good, close, intimate friends. Right. And well, here's the thing. the, the, The clinic has a lot of followers. And yeah. I don't care if you thought, okay, let's let's rewind because I actually want to kind of put myself at blame a little bit too. There was really no need for me to make a comment whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I could have made a comment that basically said, I disagree with this article. It seems a little biased, et cetera, et cetera. I wanted it to be kind of funny and sort of put it into perspective. Like, how are you guys? Because... I don't think they read it. That's what it comes down to. And that <laughs> I literally <laughs> think not. he saw a headline and he and he just shared it. And yeah. And so let that be a lesson too. If you if you're sharing anything on your own personal page or a business page on Facebook or Twitter, whatever you you want to do. Oh my god. Read it first. This, like this reminds me of that screenshot that was going around about how much how many tax dollars refugees soak up. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like completely false. Oh, yeah. Just because <laughs> it's on the internet. And everyone was going around talking about it. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't so know. You- like we've we've talked before about like these Facebook groups, and people will go on and post something, and then get ripped apart mm-hmm. and called names and everything mm-hmm. um, because they ask for help or someone gives them help, and then someone else flips out on them. Like that stuff drives me flipping. Bananas. So, so I have a huge problem with that, and that's exactly what I wanted to touch on a little later too. So, uh, back to uh-huh. kind of shifting the blame on me a little bit. I, I may have been a little bit of an instigator. I may have been the kindling on the fire, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I helped fuel it for sure. However, the world is full of trolls. The world is full of asshole people who are going to instigate and ask stupid question, say stupid things, things that you don't agree with. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, imagine yourself going downtown of wherever you live with one of those megaphones and standing on the busiest street with lots of people walking by and you just start talking and you just start talking your opinion about the post that I just made. There's a really good Mm -hmm. chance that 90% of people are just going to be like, oh man, here's a crazy person. I'm just going to walk by. But there's going to be people who hear you. There's going to be people who see you. There's going to be people who recognize you. And there's going to be people who remember you who will recognize you later when they have to deal with you. You never know who is who. And you should behave exactly the same way as if you are in a middle of a movie theater. Movie's about to start. Everyone's anticipating. If you, are, if you feel the need to get up, turn around, and say something out loud that everyone can hear you, think about that. If, if that's mm-hmm. not something you're willing to do, then don't post shit on Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. So you, a couple of tips for you, um, cool off, right? If, if something, if something comes up on your Facebook page, whether it's personal or public, do not become a keyboard warrior where you just jump on and start pounding away at the keys. Uh, give yourself some cooling off period, you know, um, you, if you feel that they need to acknowledge it, um, because somebody keeps calling on you, like, "Hey, have you read this?" Whatever, you can you can say something like, um, I, "I read this." You know, I'm gonna need some time to reply, or say nothing at all, because sometimes <laughs> saying nothing is better than anything. Period. So, did you see my post about meal prep or something? I don't um, know. 
I po- I think I think this was the one that it was on. I, w- I posted like the meal prep that I did on Sunday. I recall and Sunday. I posted some pictures with it. Mm-hmm. And my my friend Garrett posted on my uh, uh like in the comments like you should look into the keto diet. Like, right. Blah 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 goes on. And <laughs> I must have typed like three different responses and then I erase 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 like, erase. No, I deleted all yeah. of them and I just said no, period. LOL. <laughs> Um, which got a few likes, (laughs) but yeah, like, so that's a great example of what I'm talking about. Yes. (laughs) (coughs) I mean, type it out if you want to, and then read it again, like, and then think about like, how would someone else read that? Right. Because we say stuff on social media and I say stuff on social media and we think it's hilarious. Right. Um, and actually this happens to me via text like i'll be texting people and i think it's absolutely hilarious and on the other side of the phone they're just like god this is really annoying yeah like it's not funny it's just stupid i am a huge instigator Um, and a little bit of uh uh slow on purpose um when, (laughs) when it comes to facebook i will say things on purpose that are meant to be really funny but you can think like as you read it you could think that i'm stupid um so I, I made a post in the Tave group. You remember this recently? Mm-hmm. And I just said that annoying moment when or something like that. Um, when your client, your existing client. Yes. <laughs> instead of just emailing you, goes to your website and sends you an email through your contact forum. So for me, if they go to my website and send me an email through my contact forum, it creates a new user like not a new user um, a new contact mm-hmm. in my Tave and creates a job and then they get an automated email and everything and I'm just like come on like you have my email address just yeah. email me <laughs> um, I, I think those are the have, people who have a smartphone for example but they don't yeah. have their email set up on smartphone like they, oh, they literally geez. go to gmail.com log in yeah. and so for yeah. them they're just like well it's too bulky to use and too hard to find Sophia's email. I'm just going to go to her website and send another email. And th- but like you have emails from me in your inbox. So Sophia, you got to realize that. Just reply to them. I know. You got to realize that there's people who are <laughs> stuck in the 1990s still. Oh you know, so this, Let's not even get into yeah. that topic. But the point is, so some woman like. Became an expert, a, an instant she, expert yeah. and tried to problem solve your issue without reading what you said. I know. She said something like. Um, well, I would rather them use the contact form on my website than send me an yeah. email directly because then it creates a new account and a new lead. And then I was, which was, was the like, frustrating point even, for you. I don't even know how to respond to this because yeah, I don't want them to do that. And thankfully, Petro chimed in and, <laughs> and he was like, "Well, I think that's what she's talking about. They're already a client. Yeah. <laughs> They've already paid me. They uh, have my email address." So when I was an instructor. <laughs> A photography instructor, I would always say that to my colleagues that people don't read anymore. College students do not read. They they stopped reading. This wasn't a headline. This was one sentence. I I agree. I know. (laughs) Okay, go on. Well, I have two parts that I want to take away from this. Yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So when I was a student in college, uh, we didn't have emails. Honestly, this this might seem like it was a long time ago, but it, it was just like 2001. Um, the professors didn't send stuff out via email. They posted stuff on a bulletin board and trust me (laughs) when, when they canceled a class, 
everybody knew. When something changed and there was a posting on a bulletin board, everybody knew. Suddenly, when we got into the whole like uh, uh, college online system where you know you have a communication, it didn't matter if I would post on the group Facebook group for the class on like college online website on the mm-hmm. class website and then personally email all the students. It didn't matter because if I cancel the class, for example, I would get an email the day of the class saying, hey, is the class canceled? I'm here and there's no one here. Well, at that point, I'd be like, okay, so think about it. <laughs> if no one shows up, it's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> but go on. <laughs> what happens is we just become too reliant on um, on things like that. That, that that's what it, yeah. That's what it is. So... People don't read. And so so I would joke, but really there was a lot of seriousness to this. College students don't read. And, and as a result, we as people in the digital age, we just stop reading. We look at a headline yep. and we just make up our own stories sometimes. So yep. when people see Facebook posts, there's, there's a weird thing that you have to be the first one to reply. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what happens. They're, they pick out a couple of keywords and they're like, ah, I'm the expert in this field. I got this. Hold my beer. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. 99% of the time, if whatever I post, somebody says something stupid all the time. Like, mm-hmm. like what in, and I'm talking about in groups like Tave or whatever. If I make a post about something that, you know, in, in passing, it's frustrating or I ask a question, there's experts who jump up and say, Ooh, let me, let me make a fool of myself. I can do this really well. <laughs> so, this happens for me all the time in the shoot proof um group because over and over and over and over again i see people posting how do i give digital files away for free in a different size and there is a method to do this through shoot proof Mm -hmm. and people will respond it can't be done it is not a an option that's available and like even their support staff will be like you can't do it right now it'll be in a future release and then i'll chime in and be like Am I missing something? Because I do this. Like, right. but, but <laughs> all you, you have to do is create a product yeah. and you can make those adjustments. You can make it free. You can make it a different size. I don't understand what's wrong. <laughs> so, so you actually problem solved and figured a way out. And yeah. that's good. And see, and you're actually really helpful when you reply. But I hope but so. It's, I hope some people can use that. I hope I'm not missing something because I'm really confused. Like I have been doing that exact thing. I don't understand what the problem so is. So my take on this is this. If you if it's not something that you do, right? If it's not something that you participate in, then then don't say it. So those people who are mm-hmm. like, it can't be done, meaning they, they're not doing it and they don't yeah. know how to do it. Just like leave it alone. Yeah. Just just let it go. In my notes, in Old letters I have here written down, stop helping. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, it. Well, help, but stop not helping. Right, exactly. I should have written stop not helping. Um, I'm making I'm making a list of your um, tips. Nice. So you said cool off first and then cool second, read. Read the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Don't read the first thing that pisses you off and then respond. Read it a couple of times <sighs> if three you have is, to. And stop, stop, stop helping. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Another tip is, um, this is super important. Just remember that there's no tone expressed yeah. in writing. You yeah. create your own tone. 
So based on your speech patterns and how you interact with a said individual, whether you know them or not, or perhaps you compare them to somebody um, that you do know that may exhibit certain behaviors and vocabulary, there's a really good chance that you're reading it wrong. How many times have you sent a text to, uh, actually, how many times have I sent you something where you got pissed off? And I'm like, Sophia, chill it. (laughs) Like, this isn't what I'm saying. Every day. Every day. (laughs) Yeah. Relax. (laughs) Calm down. Which is funny. So it it depends on my mood, right? Oh, yeah. The conversation that you and I were having um, last night, if we had that conversation when I was in a bad mood. That wouldn't go um, well. It wouldn't have gone well, but because I was in a silly, goofy mood, it was hilarious. (laughs) And I thought you were in a silly, goofy mood. And so I went with it, too. Yeah. (laughs) Like the conversation is very inappropriate for the for the airwaves, if you will. Um, Yeah. We're not sharing because that would be (laughs) that would be inappropriate. (laughs) Yes. Um, And we'd get arrested. I mean, I've told I've told some people, but in person. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) And that's the thing. And I mean, I don't write anything that um cannot be shared so it it doesn't matter if it's a private text it doesn't matter if it's snapchat i don't care i will not write something that i would be that i wouldn't be able to write like in front of my mom or in front of clients or yeah you know and and if you if you think it's wrong um i just have to kind of tell you like this is me i'm a joker i'm i'm a funny person uh, I could be a little off the wall. This is who I am. Mm-hmm. The other person should know this. Um, but, you know, like, how often are you texting me and I'm driving? <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I'm on my way somewhere. And you read it and I'm like, <clears throat> hello. Yeah. Well, the, where my phone sits, I, uh, it's easy to just tap it. and It's kind of yeah. hands free. But I me use too. Siri to text back. Okay, so if you send me a long text and I just reply, okay, just to acknowledge you, you might be, the the first thing that that a lot of people will think like, excuse me, I just spent two minutes typing this out and you just said, okay. And it's like, well, hold, chill, (laughs) relax. (laughs) Yeah, that is annoying. There, There may be a reason why I'm just saying, okay, I'm actually doing you a favor. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of times, like you said, it will just give you a read notification. Oh, yeah. Because I'll, I'll often say, Siri, read Sophia's text. She's, and she's like, okay, LOL, I am on my way to gym. You know, <laughs> whatever your text is. Because that's always what I'm doing. I know. <laughs> and um, and I think that's a good one, though. Like, read your tone objectively, though. Because well, keep an open mind. Don't just read it back to yourself and be like, oh, I'm so charming and funny. Like... No, like read it from someone else's perspective. And just just know that you could be a dick too. Like you could be an asshole who instigates a lot of yeah. stuff. Like just keep an open mind. But that aside, like I, I wish the vet would just kind of take a moment and message me personally and say, hey, what gives? Like, where do you come off telling me that I, you know, my business is hurting and not like I'm talking instant, like a minute later, it was like, blah. So clearly yeah. he's not busy enough to uh, be looking after his patients. Um, yeah. And he replies to notifications that buzz his phone, which is like, come on, be a professional. Go do your job. Let other people handle it. Um, yeah. So. 
a couple a couple of years ago, I posted on Facebook again all of the food that I was making, mm-hmm. and it was like a chicken. I was making some fish. I was making some beef, I think. And one of my high school classmates posted on it. That's a lot of dead animals. And I was like, okay, clearly just trying to start an argument. So I deleted it <laughs> and then got a private message saying, did you actually just delete my comment? Yeah, I was like, yes, you're a dick. <laughs> my Facebook post is not a political platform. <laughs> Absolutely. And so that's actually another one of my tips. You, your Facebook posts are not political platforms. They're not there yeah. to, um, okay. If you have a page that, that is a political platform and that's what you're doing, yeah, then do that's it, a different but thing. don't seek out, like, especially your friends, don't seek them out and be like, um, excuse me, but yeah, I understand you just bought a new truck, but I drive a hybrid. How dare you pollute the air for yeah. my children? Like, <laughs> So okay. last ball season, though, that being said, last ball season, um, there was this guy in our league and he posted we talked about this. We have talked about this on the show before. He posted a picture of two sandwiches. One of them, the meat is hanging out of it. And one of them, the meat is not hanging out Funny of it. Funny enough, I, I think that's a hilarious meme. But yeah, I, but I think that for a different reason. So. so he posted it on his Facebook and it says something about women's vaginas. Yes. We talked about this. Um yeah, yeah, so he posts... Well, the listeners might not remember. Oh, sure. <laughs> or they might be new. So, Welcome to a Double Exposure Show where we talk about uh, vaginas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a good thing we have an explicit rating. So, <laughs> so he posted that and then he said something like, ha ha ha, it's so true. So that's offensive in itself. Mm-hmm. But then someone posted on it agreeing with it or something and then he started talking about his ex and everyone knows who his ex Done. is. That's it. That's where like, it should stop. Is, like, it should. It, he shouldn't have yes. even posted it. But then he had to go on and, and he was <coughs> saying like nasty, nasty things about it. Like just I can't. So he said like, oh, it's, it was so gross. Like it even smelled bad. Like stuff like that, which is just disgusting. So what I did, the whole process was, I think I took a screenshot of it. Anyway, I deleted him from my Facebook and I made a post on Facebook about like, I recently deleted someone, didn't say who, but I said the post that pissed me off. And like, I wrote this big long thing about like, this is not your business. Right. If you don't like it, right. that's fine. Don't date a girl who's like that. But like, th- there's absolutely no reason for you to comment on it. It's not your body. Right. <laughs> if you don't like it, don't go near it. But Otherwise, shut your friggin' mouth. Um, I didn't swear or anything. It was a lot more diplomatic than Absolutely. that. I do and I it. sent him a screenshot and I said, in case you were wondering why I deleted you from Facebook, this is why. And then never spoke to him again. <laughs> so this is actually a great um, example of how you can uh, look at yourself from an outside perspective. You might interact on a social platform with like-minded individuals. But if you are the kind of person who feels better by having a lot of friends and you just add random people and Mm -hmm. add people with opposing views, just know that you may offend people. And okay, free speech, all that. Like, I I take a different approach to this, Sophia, because I don't agree with him at all. But I think that him posting that meme 
he should have the right to post it, right? Because because I'm kind of we're kind of walking a, a thin line here, and I bet a lot of people know what meme I'm talking it's about. Very thin. Yeah, <laughs> like I think he should have the right to post it, but he should just leave it at that. He shouldn't say anything like "LOL, so true," and uh, I've had personal experience with this, and this is and this is who I'm talking about, whatever. Like, would I post that? No, absolutely not. Have I seen yeah, it firsthand? But, yes. Have I yeah. laughed at it? I'm sorry, Sophia. Yeah. I laughed at it because it made me think of that stuff. Like, and I'm a 12 so, year old kid. Okay. Yeah. So here's the issue on something like that, though, is that like if a woman talks about that, mm-hmm. it's one thing because the woman's probably talking about it from experience. Right. And, oh, <laughs> my God. Yes, this is true. Like, God, the stuff that we deal with. But when a man's doing it, then it's like, like he did it. It's like shaming. That's the that's the problem I have that's with it. Exactly so so it if is. you if you kind of if you acknowledge it, right? Um, there, there's a meme about women's breasts, and um, it it goes through the cycles of pregnancy, and it starts out, you know, like, um, <clears throat> and I think it, it's not actually women's breasts. It's it's like melons, and it starts out mm-hmm. with like two little can- uh, can- cantaloupes. I want to make sure I don't say antelopes because <laughs> those are not melons. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I, <laughs> That's th- th- not you know right what? Word. Okay, side note: I struggle with this on a daily basis. A lot of you don't know <laughs> this, but English is not my first, or even second, or even third language. I had to learn English from scratch. Yes, it was twenty-five years ago when I started learning, and I'm <laughs> almost thirty-eight. But well, there's a lot of words that sometimes I have to think about it, and I'm like, okay, is melon a cantaloupe or an antelope? No, antelope's an animal. So uh, back to the point. Um, <laughs> people are like, he's retarded. Anyways, back to the point. Um, so it starts out with like two little melons, and then it's like uh, before before pregnancy, and then uh, it says like during pregnancy, uh, and then during breastfeeding, and then after breastfeeding and after breastfeeding yeah. it's like a squash and uh, something else you know like it, it's yeah hannah showed it well, to me my wife who yes. breastfeeding my child she's like this is so true this is funny but this is what i have to look forward to and i laughed at that and i thought that that's actually funny but the the point of that joke was that while you're pregnant um you have um sorry Getting a phone call. Is it Stevie Cake? <laughs> no, it's somebody from Victoria, B.C. Why are you calling me Victoria, mm. B.C.? Um, mm. So it, it basically the joke was that while you're pregnant, your breasts look the best. And that yeah. that's kind of the funny <laughs> thing, right? And, and they're, they're the biggest, they're whatever. But I'm the kind of person who doesn't objectify women based on their features. And you could have yeah. um, lopsided, small, big. I don't care. That's not what I look for. That's not why... Yeah. I married my wife, you know, so that to me is funny. But I didn't go and share that and then say, oh, my God, this is so true. Let me tell you. And so here's the problem. Like when people are posting things like that, the way that they are, it's like, isn't this disgusting? I would never date someone who had something like this. Right. That is completely inappropriate and really shallow. Probably not true. Like, obviously, he married this person, so... <laughs> um, yeah. And, 
like all you're doing is trying to make yourself feel better about your life. But yeah, anyway, um, so, so that happened. The number of people that I had come up to me after I posted that and go, oh my God, I am so glad that you posted that. I was so pissed when blank posted, like they knew exactly who course. I was talking about. <laughs> and, and Oh my goodness. And then from him, even from him. So I posted the thing in the night, took a screenshot, sent it to him. And then he responded. He's like, oh, I've deleted it. Don't be angry. Like, I'm like, uh, no, you were dumb enough to post it in the first place. Like, think, think, think before you exactly. post it. Exactly. And that's things. the point here is, is the, the clinic ended up deleting the post eventually. Uh, I think, yeah. I think it was up online for about an hour total. Um, yeah. And it's like if you delete the post now now remember all i that's even worse that's yeah. saying like yeah we might have been wrong right and and so the, the the funniest part was that the the vet himself he blocked me on facebook and the, <laughs> oh that's not a good yeah, sign <laughs> the woman arguing blocked me on facebook now i did send a personal oh note to the vet before he blocked me and i said um hey so and so um I'm going to give you an opportunity to apologize uh, because I don't appreciate you calling me a liar. You don't even know me. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to. Ba- and, and I said, I'm not going to bash you on a public forum here. I'm giving I'm letting you do what you should have done. And I'm going to let you apologize to me yeah. for making me look bad or trying to make me look bad. And yeah. he just blocked me instead. Um <laughs> Which, whatever, I uh, I slept well last night. I mean, I couldn't care less. But <laughs> but you, you admit your fault by deleting it. So think about this. Before you post anything next time, think about this. Oh, is this number six? Okay. Come yeah. On. Is this something that I'm, I might have to delete later? <laughs> yeah. And if the answer is remotely yes, don't post it. It's not worth it. Post a meme of a kitten playing with yarn. I don't care. You'll get better responses then. Cats love internet. Or internet loves cats. So, um, Like, I go so far that all of those, like, name test things that pop up on Facebook, mm-hmm. I do every single I one notice of them. that. I see them, I'm like, yep, yep, I do it. And I absolutely hate it when they automatically post the results to my profile. Yeah. It drives me nuts. Um, so I shut that off and I noticed the other day that a couple of them like automatically posted the response, their uh, results on my Facebook and I went back and deleted them. <laughs> I think those are fun. Cause that's not, that's not what I post. I post food and selfies. <laughs> <coughs> so I try to avoid politics. I hate it when people talk about politics on Facebook cause they're never nice about it. It's true. It's always a rant. I have a number seven. And like, I, look at how right I am and how wrong everyone else yeah, is. Yeah, that's, that's oh, the thing. The, the other thing that I hate on Facebook, and this is part of what I posted in that thing about that dude, was I, it drives me bananas when people tell me what to do on social media. <laughs> so there's this whole culture on Facebook, Instagram, where people post like memes of like, I love it when a girl does this or my girlfriend must do this <laughs> or like my future wife will be like this kind of stuff like that. Yeah. That stuff drives me absolutely bananas. And I don't know. I think you can post things from your own perspective and experience without like telling people what to do. I hate it when people tell me what to do on social media. Well, the so keyword much. here is social network. It's meant for you to network with each other, keep in touch, mm-hmm. right? Um, is a great platform for businesses to get out there and network with their clients, etc. 
Now, what's your point of posting something stupid, you know? Um, I don't know. You can have, like, a social platform for your business, but I think, in general, it has to be for the betterment of the community or you're going to lose clients. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's basically it. (sighs) So... (sighs) I have another one here, and it's it uh, drives me crazy when people do this, and I have I haven't seen a business do this yet, but um, I I see people who I'm friends with on Facebook do this all the time. So they'll get into a little political fight with somebody else, and they're clearly uh, the bully in the situation, like they're cyberbullying this other individual for saying something that's stupid. Okay, and I, and I can admit that they a lot of times the people are kind of being stupid. And so mm-hmm. they have a flat out fight with them. And then what they do is they screenshot everything and make a new post with the screenshots. Basically saying, okay, so I just had this conversation on this group with this person and they're stupid. And here's the, here's proof. And then mm-hmm. they'll get like 30 to 40 replies within five minutes saying like, oh my God, you're so right. They're so stupid. And I'm not... I'm trying not to be too specific here, but if you feel the need to screenshot conversations and share them via public or personal profile, stop right there. Stop it. Don't do it. It's it's not worth it. And I'm talking to you because we're episode 67 is all about public image and you are a public person. Once you become an entrepreneurial business person who starts a company that that serves the public you become a public person yes you're not a politician running for office and you might not be a celebrity or super famous but you are now a public person did i ever tell you about me selling a drum set on kijiji story Mm, maybe okay well i'll tell our listeners so I, i play music so i have a lot of instruments as everybody knows and I had, a, I had a drum kit that was just sitting around collecting dust, and I'm just like, you know what, it's worth about $250, $300. I'm going to put it up online and see if I can just get rid of it. So I put it up online for $150. I just literally wanted to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. And I get a comment saying, hey, my son wants to start a drums. He's 10 years old. Um, we don't have a lot of money. Uh, any way you can do this for okay are you ready for this $25 yeah. side note had this person person messaged me and said this told me this story I would yep. consider it and here's why because I thought it was I didn't read it I, I admit it I didn't read the whole thing but the minute you start talking about buying this as a gift from my son and my son's not here, whatever, I automatically think scam. And when mm-hmm. it's a scam, I always tell people to get fucked or, yeah. uh, and that, that's kind of what I wrote. I just, a single, mm-hmm. single, very small response. Well, this person started replying to me and this is a Kijiji conversation. It's not public. It's a personal conversation. And mm-hmm. she said, very nice way of behaving. I am friends with these people who are my clients who employ me. Um, 
And basically, she did turn out to be friends with them. And she's like, I'm going to tell them how you behave, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I was like, listen, do what you want. I'll exp- I-, I-, I didn't really do anything bad here. Like, you offended me. Yeah. And I made a stupid reply. Like, there's no need to bring other people in this or threaten me. Are you going to yeah. try to get me fired? But so I just said, you know, my apologies. I said... And here's where it comes down to, if she had started out with this, it would have helped her. said, had you told me who you are and about your son, I would have given you the drum set for free. Because I think it's great that kids learn music. And again, I didn't need to make money on this. It wasn't that. It was just that I I didn't know who you were. And I'm not going to give a drum set for free to a stranger. But if I know you through somebody and I can make a goodwill gesture, then it would make me feel better. And rather than doing this stupid charade, well, she, of course, politely declined that now I wanted to give her a drum set for free. (laughs) And I have to admit, I, I, before this, I knew that the world is way too small. And even on a big uh, social selling community like Kijiji, you could run into somebody you know. I have. Yeah. I I had a coworker buy something from me before and show up to actually it was Jim Cost. Uh yeah. I had a manual a repair manual for a car I no longer owned and he was still driving a car like that and he texted me and basically or, or he replied to me on Kijiji and said uh, hey, uh, I'm interested in this. I'll buy it, and then I'm like, okay, cool. Let's let's meet here, whatever. And I was like, oh, it's you. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, this has happened to me before. So I should have known better. And there's no excuse for how I replied, but it just made me more aware of this, and I behave differently now when I reply to social media things, even privately, etc. Right? Like, it it was my learning lesson. It was my mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, anyways, um, <clears throat> well, so there's two ways that you can take a screenshot of a conversation and post it on social media. There's the like you're in our group and someone asked you a question or made a demand of you or whatever, a client, a lead, whatever, mm-hmm. and you don't know how to deal with it. So, you take a screenshot of it, you post it in our Facebook group, and you say, How do I deal with this? What you drinking? <laughs> it is French. Uh, Blueberry pomegranate sparkling water. Ooh. <laughs> can you so see you, it? Yeah. Okay, I can see it. <laughs> so you can post that sort of thing to a group like ours and be like, I don't know how to deal with this. How do I deal with this? The other thing you could do is you could take a screenshot of a conversation that you had that pissed you off and post it on social media and rant about how pissed off you are because you're looking for someone to agree with you. And in my opinion, if you're looking for someone to agree with you, then you are not sure that you should have handled it the way that you right. did. You're not confident that you handled it the appropriate way. And, that, and that's absolutely right. You've summed it up very well. I completely agree with you. This conversation's mm-hmm. over. Okay. <laughs> well, I actually have to shower soon. Oh. So. so Yeah. Good thing this is a podcast. <coughs> no one can smell me. <laughs> um, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. and um, <laughs> You can't smell me either. No. Shut up. <laughs> you, know, you know in cartoons, whenever they... Uh, like 
like the skunk Pepe Le Pew, there's always like a steamy thing. I was just going to make a comment that I see like steamy stuff in, on our podcast video, but I don't. Uh, what can you even see in the background right now? What can I see in the background? Okay, let's tell our listeners oh, what's oh, in the Oh, you can't see the, the kitten. The kitten's in the box behind Oh, he's still in the box? You see his little head? Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he's looking. Has he stayed there the whole time? <laughs> yeah. Wow. No. No? I put Lego in the box and Lego left the room uh, and now Ego's in the box. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Sophia has two cats who are both ginger. <laughs> and uh, one name is Ego and one name is Lego. Yeah. And I think it's hilarious. <laughs> and I and I met them and they're amazing. And there must be both of them both of them love Petro. They're older now. <laughs> hmm? How old are they now? Well, I guess Ego could be like six or seven or More something. More than that. Yeah. Nah, well, anyways. I, I hate talking about animals' age because yeah. <laughs> they get old. Yep. <laughs> And I can't help but think of it as in percentages. Like, I know my dog's life expectancy is approximately 10 years, and he's going to be two. Ugh. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, he's lived 20% of his life. Uh, um, 10 years? Seriously? That's it yeah, for a German Shepherd? Yeah. Uh, this one might live 11 to 12, maybe 13 if we're lucky. Uh, but he <laughs> could go as early as nine. Depends on, you know, a lot of things. Uh, he's not stressed out, and he doesn't have any inflammation. So we're probably looking closer oh, to good. 11, 12. But I'm no, I'm no the, vet. Uh, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I have the like walking vet bill sitting next to me, <coughs> staring at the door, and like, why will it not open? Um. So we have a, a little bulldog mod. Cute. So we have something really neat now. Um, what? What? We have a mobile vet. So this vet actually mm-hmm. charges less than a vet who has a brick and mortar store. She's very well respected. She's been in the industry for a long time. And she will come to my house. Or my office. Wherever I want to meet her, she'll she'll well, just go there. And doesn't charge extra for screw that. Screw the other vet, then. That's exactly what I'm saying, right? Like, <laughs> thanks for making it easy, buddy. Um, a couple of things I just wanted to, to touch on before we really cut it off is... Um, think about how you reply to uh, an email to a client that you've never met. Right. Um, just realize that there's always a paper trail because I don't care who you are. The way that some of these people who reply really badly on uh, social media, they would never write an email that way. Right. The, like there, there, there'd be a little bit more diploma diplomacy. So, uh, excuse me, sparkling water. So adopt that uh, philosophy to how you uh, reply to things. Right. Like you, you take a moment to reply to an email because. An email only gets delivered to a single person and you really want to make sure you say the right thing. Well, unfortunately, social media gets delivered to everybody. It doesn't matter if mm-hmm. your private account, somebody else is going to see it all the time. Yep. <clears throat> and just remember that you can't go back. You can't take the words back. You can apologize, mm-hmm. but you can't apologize to everybody who saw it and made up their mind. So being a public persona, uh, meaning that you know you put your phone number out there, you put your address out there or email address, whatever... You, there's ways people can connect with you because that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to get people to connect with you, to hire you, to be a photographer, graphic designer, web developer, whatever have you. If you're going to behave like an idiot, you're you're closing a bunch of doors. And I'll be completely honest, there's no way to go back on this. I'm talking from personal experiences, things I might have said in person or done that I felt were beneficial to me at the time. 
that may have offended uh, some of my peers at that time. Like when I was in mm-hmm. college, for example. Like yeah. college is actually a great it example. Happens. Yeah. I mean, I was I I didn't go to college to make friends. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately for me to do very well, I don't I didn't cut corners, but I did things that were self-serving that I didn't really look at how they would impact other people. And yeah. you know, I I couldn't care less if somebody did that to me because I would know that it's in the spirit of healthy competition. But some Mm -hmm. people really got offended by that and they just thought that I was very selfish. And what I'm talking about is uh, when we were in third year, um, people would email our coordinator and he would bring these emails to class and put them on his desk. (coughs) And I knew that from the year prior to that. So I made sure I sat right by the coordinator's desk. And as soon as he put the emails on his table, I would grab them. And I would take on every job I possibly could. Now, in my defense, there was only two other people that were taking jobs out of, I think there was 20 of us. And there was only three people who were ever interested in taking jobs that, Mm -hmm. but you know what? Early bird gets the worm. So I have no, uh, I make no apologies for that. And um, in my third year uh, as a student, I paid for the entire semester just by photographing for one single client uh, as mm-hmm. a result. So um, could that have gone to somebody else? Yes. Could they have done it? Mm, maybe. I'd like, to think, I'd like to think not. But that's not the point. The point is that even simple actions like that alienated me from my peers that, I mean, I couldn't care less about that, right? I mean, mm-hmm. but think about how you could handle it. Maybe maybe I should have uh, shared them a little bit more. Whatever it is. The, the topic isn't me being selfish and trying to get work. The topic is you. The topic is how people perceive you. And, mm-hmm. and things you do, how you behave, that's what matters. So on that note, I think it's time to end. Thank you for to shower. <laughs> Thanks everybody for joining do you, us. Do you so, want to talk about Freecom? You know what? I actually do. I have it written down here and I don't know why I skipped over Ooh. it. So uh, if you're just tuning in and you don't know about mm-hmm. Freightcom, Freecom is a great little family owned business. And I shouldn't even say that anymore because they're a giant in the industry. Uh, so there are, there are choices, but these guys are... Uh, they're at the top of the pyramid. They're not just good, mm-hmm. they're great at what they do. And what they are is a shipping broker, I guess. Um, we have a very cool link to share and a yeah. code word to share with you. Code word. Code word. <laughs> uh, code word is Sophia. And if you use this link and you use the code word Sophia, you will instantly get an approval to be able to use their service. Um, yeah. And you get a $1,000 line of credit, and basically you can start shipping things, and that's that. So I have discussed this with at least five people in the last week, and we talked about the benefits of it, and everybody keeps coming back. Well, you know what? I'm pretty happy with Canada Post, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. They're very inexpensive. From our experience, Freightcom gets better rates than the, the competition. Not only that, we, you and I, we talk in our podcast about outsourcing, having the time for yourself. Mm-hmm. These guys will come to your door and pick things up for you. 
So not which is pretty cool. Which is really cool because you know if you I can walk to my post office in seven minutes, so that's not a big mm-hmm. deal. Even if I have a small package, I could walk it to the post office in seven minutes. I can also pay three dollars and fifty cents for Canada Post to pick it up for me. I don't know if you knew that, but Canada Post will pick up your package for you for three mm-hmm. bucks and fifty cents. But I like my time. And I don't want to stand in line. Last time I was at the post office, I stood in line behind an elderly woman who took about 20 minutes to fill out uh, one of those way bills. It's always so slow. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so please don't be the old woman. You know, you, but I still have the need for, for Canada Post. I, I mean, I send letter yeah. mail through them, everything. Oh, yeah. and, and I have a business PO box there, so there is a need. Um if I don't want somebody to know my personal address, there's a need. Uh, but for my business purposes, especially shipping cl- uh, shipping canvases and prints to clients and all the order fulfillments that I do, and not to mention our new venture, uh, a lot of you who are listening may be aware that uh, I now also run a retail website called Pedal Boss, where we retail a guitar effects pedals. Mm-hmm. We use this service because um, whatever courier we choose uh, based on the prices presented to us by Freightcom we always pick the cheapest one I mean sometimes you can spend a buck or two and get it there a day sooner and that's the beauty part about Freightcom is it's all right there in front of you so Mm -hmm. it saves you time it saves you money and I do have to admit they give us a little bit of love they send some people our way too so um it's kind of like a virtual handshake, virtual high five. <laughs> but the best the best thing about it is we actually have a code for you. Um, mm-hmm. The code is Sophia, just like our host, which yeah. it was named after. And um, <laughs> Sophia will actually share all the links and uh, all everything we talked about. So the links in this episode um, will actually be found on doubleexposure.show slash 67. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also want to know how you deal with uh, cyber bullies and uh, screenshots and all that. <laughs> Tell <Cyber> us. Bullies. <laughs> <laughs> um, join us on Facebook uh, on the Double Exposure Show group and uh, uh, share your story. Tell us uh, how you do things. And uh, remember, you can also suggest episode uh, ideas so that we can talk about it and mention your name on the air. Woohoo! Um, I have something else for you guys. If you haven't already, go to pictureperfect.guide and download my Picture Perfect Guide, which is the guide that I share with all of my clients um, to help them get ready for photos. So you can have a look at that. And then um, if you like what you see, you can go to Sticky Albums. So you go to doubleexposure.show slash Sticky Albums. And use the code PPG50 to get $50 off. Nice. Petro's being weird. I want to show you. You can't see on Skype, but he's being weird. (laughs) I want to show you what I replaced my studio lights with. Are they hot lights? They're not. They're cool lights. But they're sort of like hot lights. They're they're (laughs) actually LED work lights. Yeah. And they work on... The batteries that come with tools that I already have about yeah. a dozen of, if not more. And they come with this little spigot for oh, a tripod. Yeah. So, or a light stand. So when it goes on the light stand, 
Um, I can put it on one of those umbrella thingies or whatnot. This pivots. Oh, yeah. And it has an intensity adjustment. And I can handhold it, too. So when I do real estate, I don't set up lights anymore. I'll quite often just turn this on and bounce it. Yeah, that like, would be nice. Yeah. You can see how the light changes and, on me. So Yeah. And no one knows what we're talking about. No one knows about. what we're talking about. But I'm so excited <laughs> about these that it's, it's really funny because I, I got a great deal on four of them. Like, I got, like, 60% off. But even at regular price at about $120 Canadian, Yep. It's ridiculous how inexpensive it is. And I have not used my strobes in about six months, maybe more. <laughs> I use mine. Um, you can just you can just ship yours to me all right. using Freightcom. Well, that's okay. a good idea. I will package <laughs> them and have a courier come to my door, pick them up, and ship them directly to yep. your door. Yeah. <laughs> at a low cost. And yeah, yeah it's time saving. So... <laughs> Okay, and also thanks to Benjamin Edward for our aardvark, <laughs> Ben Sound for our theme music, and thank you for sharing this episode with a friend. Friend, you can post this on Facebook. No one's going to complain about you posting. Absolutely this not. We're going to thank you. No. Yeah. Tell your friends. Um. Tell if you like what you've heard, <laughs> please leave us a review and a rating on iTunes. Be sure to include some text about how much you love us. Um. Because then we'll be able to talk about it on the air. That's true. Until next time. <laughs> Get to work. <laughs>